0: Date night is kind of like the gas you stick in your car, okay? You would never expect your car to run without gas. And yet we typically expect our relationships to hum along and run without an infusion of Valentine's Day type love. And that's just cruel.
1: Had a great Valentine's, but now feel a little blah about your marriage? Dr. Noel Nelson and I discuss what you can do about those Valentine's blues. Stay tuned. You don't need a special occasion to give your spouse flowers. In fact, it's probably more special to get them flowers just because. If you're still not inspired, how about if we can save you $10 on your flower purchase at bloomnation.com. Use the promo code get Hitched with BN10 at bloomnation.com, a marketplace that connects you with your local florist wherever you reside in the country. Again, use the promo code get Hitched with BN10 at bloomnation.com to save $10 when you want to surprise your spouse with flowers. Hey, everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor in chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined by the fabulous Dr. Noel Nelson. Hi, Noel. Hi, Steve. I want to admit up top, I'm having trouble getting words out of my mouth. I think I swallowed some marbles. This morning, um, <laughs> uh, but before we get going, I want to let everybody know that you are listening to Doctor. Noel Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the U.S. and abroad, is the author of many, many, many best-selling books. Uh, your book, how? Uh, which which one was it? It was um, how to make money while making make employees happy.
0: Well, it was. It's actually make more money by making your make, employees happy. Sorry.
1: Yes, and that no was. Worries recently included as one of the best business books for managers uh, by a British publication. Is that right?
0: Yep. Top five right up there with Jack Welch and Brian Tracy. Made me very happy. And she has uh, a new book out
1: that will probably be included on very similar lists for health and good living. Um, It is Happy Healthy Dead. What you think you know about aging is wrong and how to get it right. Um, I know... Noelle that I want to be and I I've said this before on a on the podcast, I want to be a centinai boy I can never say this word. Centenarian, uh somebody who lives beyond the age of a hundred, uh and your book is going to tell me how to do that uh in Absolutely. a healthy manner. Yes, indeed. So if you're interested in that and who is not interested in living a healthy old age, uh, check it out on her website, noelnelson.com. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, and we have a link to her new book, Happy Healthy Dead, on our website, HitchMag.com, in the bookstore. So uh, with all of that out in the open, we today are going to talk about the – phenomenon of the post-Valentine Day blues, uh, and w- I'm going to paint a little scenario for you guys out there. No matter how terrific your Valentine's celebration was, you can sometimes feel kind of blue a few days later for no apparent reason, uh, in that everything between you and your spouse is good. So I'm going to ask you right up front, Noel, what is that about? You just had, hopefully, a wonderful time of reconnection, of deliberately remembering how much you each love each other. So why would somebody be in the dumps now?
0: Well, Steve, it's it's like the honeymoon phenomenon. You know, it's it's the honeymoon is delicious and wonderful and it lasts, you know, three months or whatever, and then bingo bango, it's normal life and you get depressed. It's really quite the same because after valentine's day which is kind of like a quickie honeymoon Mm -hmm. nothing really measures up you know you've got that brief boom emotional high and then well life picks up where it left off except normal no longer feels okay it just feels blah boring empty Mm. so do you just accept
1: i mean you you are in these post valentine's day blues um should you just leave it at that and just think like this this will pass?
0: No, although of course it will pass. No. Instead, get proactive here. Leverage your Valentine's Day into more love in your life. So, here's how you do that. Okay. You ask yourself, what made Valentine's Day special? I mean, it's not just the fact that it's quotes Valentine's Day and there's Hallmark all over the place. I mean, what was it? Was it the restaurant? Was it the couple's massage? Was it the the getting dressed up? Was the gift? I mean, what was it that made it special? It might even be just the
1: fact that you and your spouse spent alone time together for an hour.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, indeedy, especially if there are kids in the mix or whatever else, you know, keeps makes it challenging for you guys to get your alone time, which brings us to a very, very important point is you can do what I'll. Later, explain is a mini Valentine's Day on your date night. And yes, we are all doing our date night. Yes? Yeah. Question mark, question mark. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> the, the thing with date night is that people, and I'm sure many of our listeners, are really tired of hearing about date night. But the thing is that date night is kind of like the gas you stick in your car. Mm-hmm. Okay. You would never expect your car to run without gas. And yet we typically expect our relationships to hum along and run without an infusion of Valentine's Day type love. And that's just cruel.
1: Yeah. So if, if uh date nights are gas, would a appropriate metaphor for valentine's day or trying to do a mini version of this which we're about to talk about be the maintenance on the car
0: it certainly could it certainly could the important thing being that valentine's day if you will is such a special time. I mean, there's a prelude to it, right? All through, as soon as the New Year's has has hit, it seems, the stores are putting out the hearts and everything else for Valentine's Day, right? So there's a long ramp up. And then everybody talks about it, right? What are you getting your spouse? Well, I'm getting my spouse. And what are you guys doing? Well, we're doing, there's all that, which is sort of the ramp up, right? Mm -hmm. And then sort of, you know, I don't know, fireworks, whatever, here we go here's that special night with the exchange of words and gifts and all the rest of it right Mm -hmm. and then boink (laughs) so you want to you literally want to leverage that i mean something wonderful happened because of all that prelude and then finally valentine's day itself and that's the point i'm making which is Just like date nights are the gas in the car, you sure as heck want to drive that thing down to the garage and get it maintained every so often. And that's what I mean exactly by leveraging your Valentine's Day into, if you will, a special mini date.
1: Okay. And so that, so some people might think like that was a lot of work to go through Valentine's Day. Um, And I'm not offering excuses for people who might say that, Uh, but that could be complicated. So you want to, expand on that and how it doesn't necessarily have to be complicated
0: right i'll be happy to a mini version is exactly what it sounds like a mini version but you do have to prep for it and actually that part is easy and fun because the easiest way to do that is to write down jot down for yourself the story of your valentine's day just in a few notes okay whatever it was that was pleasing about it to you and of course to your mate I'll give you an example. One of the best Valentine's Day I ever had was when my boyfriend said, "Um, we're going out to dinner and uh, why don't you pack a few things? I thought, okay, then I guess we're staying somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so off we trot. But we're going rather early, which surprised me. And it took about, oh, I don't know, 45 minutes to drive. And we end up at this absolutely adorable B&B by the water. So I love the water. I think B&Bs are just wonderfully romantic. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend, who knows that I love baths more than just about anything, proceeds to draw me a bath. Only the bathtub is about the size of, I don't know, I want to say a thimble. (laughs) It's this eeny, teeny bathtub. It's an old-fashioned bathtub is what it Mm -hmm. And it was a and b you know, it wasn't we weren't staying at the four seasons or five seasons, whatever it is, that kind of thing. But we managed to squish both our bodies in there and we laughed so much because we barely fit. We had our knees up to our chins and the bubbles were, you know, falling out of the tub regularly Mm -hmm. and all that. And we laughed so hard. We had so much fun in that silly little bathtub. We almost didn't make it to dinner. So, you know, it was it was a very, very special Valentine's Day. And yes, the dinner was lovely and all that good stuff, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So my story of that Valentine's Day would have as sort of the prominent feature, what do you think, Steve? The bath, yeah. right? And so in recreating a mini version of that, it's really, really simple all one needs to do is draw a bath with too many bubbles in it and just say, remember when, mm-hmm. and take that time, you know, to, to, to actually indulge in the bath uh, together. Cause that was what was special to us.
1: Um. So is it, yes? is it the tapping into those fond memories or is it going through um, a particular ritual that makes it special? Like, I guess I'm, want to ask for the listeners here what would separate a mini version of the specialness of valentine's day apart from a date night because some people might think what you're saying is a date night
0: nothing here's the only difference is that for for the most part date nights are if you will um i want to say sandwiched in to the rest of our life and so we don't usually uh prepare with as much forethought if you will um we 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 do it for sure and we enjoy it and we set aside the time and all that good stuff mm-hmm. but a certainly for some people a bath might just be a normal part of date night mm-hmm. it certainly wasn't for us because date night for us usually involved you know going out and either you know taking in a movie or going to an aquarium or doing something but this particular thing was special if you will sure and it wouldn't matter what it is it wouldn't matter at all yeah um it's it's the it's the specialness to the couple that Mm -hmm. makes it if you will the mini version of valentine's day and so you're deliberately and that's where that other point you made steve yes it is walking down memory lane i mean it's deliberately picking something from valentine's day yeah because that has all the emotional associations Mm. right in fancy psychological Parlance, we call that creasive experience. They bond you mm-hmm. more because you know that your spouse went to the effort to do X, Y, and Z. And we know through, I mean, I remember.
1: I was just going to say, we know through other marriage research that couples who revisit those memories yes. are happier, healthier, et cetera, et cetera.
0: They are. They're stronger. It bonds us, and uh, there's a sentimental side to us which gets activated which doesn't ordinarily get activated on date night you kind of have to make a point that like we did on valentine's day um i remember another and another one which is real special to me which was when my 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 then husband um put a cigar band on my finger where my wedding band was because he was replicating (laughs) slipping the wedding band on my finger i mean it's silly and yeah it, every couple's going to have those things, right? Uh-huh. But for us, they were very, they, it was very special and, and teary-eyed and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I'm talking about I know that people are going to find this hard to believe, but there was a time before we took selfies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, And I'm of that era. You know, 10 years ago when we didn't always take selfies of everything all the time. I've now heard that there is a website devoted to dogs underwater taking selfies, which I think is very interesting. I don't know how they do that. But anyway, here's another thought for Valentine's Day for is to take selfies. I mean, everybody does it anyway yeah. of yourselves on your Valentine's Day uh, date, whatever that or, or you know, celebration, however you do that. And you can take selfies I suppose it isn't really a selfie, but of the chocolate box or, or whatever. And use those as reminders of your very, very special day and what was special about it. It's just, you know, you use it to remind yourselves of how wonderful it was. And like you said, Steve, couples who do that, who remind themselves of how wonderful a past experience was get stronger. Mm -hmm. So, you know, use the technology while you're at it. I mean, there's more, but certainly sure. uh, the, the selfie thing I think is wonderful.
1: So it seems like I'm going to go back to the car metaphor really quick. The, yes. the putting the gas into the tank is something you just kind of have to do if you want your car to run. And so the date night is something you have to do if you want a happy, healthy marriage. It's just the fuel that you need to keep that stuff going. Correct. If you want your car to last a long time, and I actually ironically have an appointment to take my car in for maintenance today, uh, you take it in to get serviced um, on a a regular basis. um, Not all the time, but on occasion, and it requires that extra bit of effort. Um, And it kind of seems like that's what we're talking about. It's just a little bit – an extra bit of effort. Um, exactly, which might not even be effort per se, but thought that goes into it.
0: Yes, and you know, I mean, I I put this under the heading of mindfulness. Mm-hmm. You know, people make a big a big deal and and justifiably so of mindfulness, uh, in daily life at your work and stuff like that. But I think mindfulness in your marriage is extremely important. Yeah. So. It's less the uh, – how do I say this? It's less the physical effort, if you will, or the physical output to create a mini Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. It's more the mindfulness that has to go into it. And, yeah, you can think of that as effort, but it's not that big a whoop.
1: You know, one of the things that I've been thinking a lot about, and I get this question whenever anybody else interviews me, so I'm on the (laughs) opposite side of the mic – uh, the, almost inevitably, the question asked is, "What is your best piece of marriage advice?" And I, I've I've bounced around with different things, but I think I've finally settled on what I consider my best piece of marriage advice, and it go it taps into mindfulness, I believe, which is mm-hmm. prioritize your marriage. Mm-hmm. Because when you prioritize it, you have to be mindful of it. It, It's, it's, it's encompassing. So it might be a cheat because it's not very granular or specific of like do this one thing and you'll be good. But I think if you were to prioritize it, everything else becomes that much easier. And I think that's, I mean, if you prioritize your marriage, you will go on date nights. You will do these special things when Mm -hmm. um, your spouse asks you to do something and it's a possibility that you can, you won't just shrug it off or ignore them you will participate in that or what, what not. So, um, absolutely.
0: I like the idea of using prioritize because if you will, it really says everything. Yeah. We all know what it means to prioritize something. And this is the so, thing,
1: like, I guess the one of the things that has bothered me forever is, uh, and and i and i i constantly repeat this i do not have children and i understand i'm it's easy for me to say these things but it bothers me when parents tell me that they don't have time to do anything as a couple because of their children and the only thing i like this is this is the thing they have prioritized their children over their their marriage and i often tell the story about how one of the one of the um, things that my wife and I do are secret date nights where we take each other on a date night once a month where the other person doesn't know what it is heading into it. I got that idea from parents um, because they wanted to prioritize their marriage and they have, and it works. And guess what? Their kids are off to college and they're doing fantastic. Um, So I, you know, it's, it's just a matter of, you know, putting in that effort and and putting your marriage as the, the top thing, because I guarantee you, if you have a great marriage, the parenting will be better than if you had a terrible marriage.
0: Oh, for sure. It just if, will if nothing be. nothing else, of course, it's just logical. In other words, if you have a really strong marriage and a happy marriage, A, your kids get it by osmosis. So they're much more likely to be happy anyway. But Also, it frees up your energy. Think about it. When you're miserable, uh, whether it's the angry version or the depressed version, your energy is sapped. So you actually, if you're not tending your marriage, unfortunately, you can be going down that road of unhappy marriage, meaning my energy is going into unhappiness. Whereas if I want to be a good parent, i got to be on the upside.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't, so again,
0: I don't want to, I, like, I do like choice of word mindful because I think it takes away the sting of effort.
1: Yeah. We, we have
0: enough work to do. <laughs> well, that's why,
1: I mean, I think that's why prioritizing too, because it doesn't, it's not effort. Yes. It's just putting it on top of everything else. Um, one of yes. the things that you've been talking, and, and, and I apologize if it sounds like I'm getting on a soapbox here. Uh, one of the things that you've been kind of talking about is, is that extra bit of effort though, to, that goes into this um, mini version of the Valentine's day magic. Uh, we recently published an article on, it's, it's a guide to role-playing, but in it, there is a quote, uh, and role-playing might be that thing that helps you guys, but in it, there is a quote that I think is, is really great and, and kind of captures some of the specialness. And the author writes, preening in front of the mirror preparing for our date brought back a seduction ritual that should never be lost on long-term committed love, but often is. And I, th- oh. and I think that taps into one of those things that we can forget about when we're going out on dates when you're young or, or maybe not young, but when you're going out on a date and you're in that courting phase, like there is that preening aspect where you're standing in front of the mirror and you're making sure that you look as good as you can For that other person, and maybe that's what needs to happen to make this the special thing. It doesn't have to be that you do something magnificent, but it's It's that how do it. It's that mindfulness that you've been talking about that can make it special. It's the how. Yes,
0: it's it's not just get dressed. It's get dressed in a way that that will be as pleasing as possible to your mate Mm -hmm. it's not just go to dinner it's go to dinner with an attitude of i'm going to enjoy this so much and i'm going to bring pleasure to my mate Mm -hmm. this evening in other words you could be doing the same activity as you would do just any time but it's the attitude that you bring to it the how you do it and preening is very much a how and i love that yeah it's good um
1: it you know another thing it's when you talk about mindfulness and it's, it's also about um, the, how you define certain activities. So you can go out to a, a restaurant and order like a flight of different wines or something uh, or beers. But if you define it as I'm going wine tasting, all of a sudden it sounds special. Yes, and, it, and, it, exactly. and it turns into like the mindfulness of it rather than, oh, yeah, we went to dinner, we had some wine. Oh, no, we went wine tasting <laughs> last night. And it, yeah, to, right. technically it is. It, like it really is. You tasted, say, five different wines. And I think right. that gets into this whole thing about um, where your mindset is as you go through these certain activities.
0: Yes. And the thing about Valentine's Day is we make everything special. Yes. So simply make everything special and you'll have that valentine's day all over again
1: one of the things that i wanted to ask you about is so i have written a a column um it's been up for a couple years now on the site about how i think all married couples should celebrate valentine's day um (laughs) and specifically the reason being is it we have permission to express ourselves to our spouse and it doesn't it particularly for those people who don't do it on an ongoing basis or feel uncomfortable by it you have this support mm-hmm. system and you alluded to it earlier about you go into stores and there are hearts and chocolates and roses and they're all they're mm-hmm. splattered everywhere, everywhere. so <laughs> so that support network is there so you don't feel as awkward telling your spouse that you love them um and i think uh you know that's one of those things where on this you you lose that support system post Valentine's, um, and and I think that might send you back into that that bluesy state because. Mm-hmm. How I guess what I want to ask you is how can you kind of muster up that if you're not that touchy feely person or you're not the person that you know expresses themselves easily? Um, how can you how can you reach into that bag and pull it out? even though you don't have the rest of the world bombarding you with love messages uh, like you do leading up to Valentine's?
0: Well, I would suggest that, you know, writing the very brief story of your last Valentine's day and attaching all sorts of pictures to it, Mm. selfie pictures, pictures of the chocolates, pictures of the card, whatever to it can serve, if you will, as a, as a support for yourself, Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you're, you're thinking, oh, gee, gosh, I really should do something, right? Do a, do a mini Valentine's Days. So read the thing. Yeah. Let yourself get pulled back into what was that like. And uh, the association of pictures with it is, would be very helpful so that, like you say, you have some support. Okay, you're giving it to yourself, but we're all big boys and girls, and we can pretty much do that if we want to. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you have any last thoughts on the post-Valentine's Day blues and how to overcome them? Write a thank you note to your spouse. Mm. Literally, after Valentine's Day. Write a thank you note for whatever transpired on that Valentine's Day, and jam into that note like if I'm going back to my bubble bath experience in the teeny yeah. weeny bathtub, <laughs> I jam in the humor and you know some of the silly rem- remarks we made to each other and you know throwing bubbles on each other's noses and stuff like that. Um, write a thank you note and how grateful you are and how lucky you feel to have such a love in your life and how wonderful it was to take the time to tell each, I mean, just lavish the bejesus out of it, which you can do because you're still in that state if you allow yourself to be. Mm,
1: Yeah. Okay. And
0: your spouse will treasure that note forever.
1: Yeah. I think one of the things that that note also does is it reinforces your thoughts on it, um, which is healthy communication. Because I think a lot of times We sometimes forget to acknowledge when we have a good time or a bad time, and our spouse doesn't quite realize that or recognize that. And um, I mean, I know I'm guilty of it where my wife will say something about, oh, that was the best. And I'm like, really? I didn't realize you had that (laughs) much fun on that. Like, I know you enjoyed yourself. Like, I'm I'm not completely oblivious, but I didn't realize that you would rank that as like a top five moment. That's kind of shocking. You know, so yeah. I think, yeah. you know, a thank you note is a, a, a
0: excellent, excellent idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, for those of us who are way too busy for everything, a thank you text will do. Sure. In other words, but, but the more that you that you pour into it, the more you'll get out of it. Yeah. Yeah. And the last thing I'd like to say, because I think it's important, especially for things like Valentine's Day, is please don't compare your Valentine's Day to anybody else's. mm I mean quite frankly I think my tub thing for a lot of people is like you're kidding right they want they wanted or they had the limo and 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 whatever fine good great wonderful I'm I'm happy for you but the don't compare just don't compare your for one your marriage should not be compared to anybody else's it is yours it is sacred to you and your valentine's day should similarly don't compare just because so and so got three bottles of champagne and whatever whatever It's irrelevant. Whatever you did, whatever was special to you, keep that safe in your heart. Mm -hmm. Excellent.
1: Yeah. I, 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 I'm not even going to add to that. I think that's spot on. (laughs) (laughs) I just, well, I will add on to it. One of the things that has been bothering me ad nauseum is the fact that in order for people to feel good, they seem to have this necessity to cut others in the process. And, it just bothers me. It's nasty. It's nasty. It's, and nasty. It's, it's It's unnecessary, and your happiness is not tied to the feelings of others. It's yours and, and your Absolutely. spouse's. And so if you had a great time on Valentine's Day, cherish it, embrace it, enjoy it, try to replicate it, which is what we're talking about. Exactly. Um, well, that I think will do it for us, Noel. Noelle. Always a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for your time. It's always a pleasure.
0: It is my pleasure. Thank you, Steve.
1: I want to remind everyone you have been listening to Dr. Noelle Nelson, who is a relationship expert, popular speaker in the US and abroad, as the author of many best selling books. Her latest is Happy, Healthy, Dead What You Think You Know About Aging Is Wrong and How to Get It Right you can get that at her website noelnelson.com you can also order the book from amazon you can download it on uh, kindle readers uh, you can get it on our website on the bookstore link hitchedmag.com. Uh, you can follow noel on the social platform she's on twitter at dr noel nelson uh, and of course you've heard my spiel before we are everywhere we are on facebook on Google Plus, on Tumblr, um, Periscope. We've done some Periscoping. Uh, So if there is a social platform that you use and frequent and you want to stay connected, we would love to connect with you. So look us up. We have all of our buttons on our website, HitchMack.com. So one last time, thank you so much, Noelle. It is always a pleasure.
0: Thank you, Steve.
1: All right. That's going to do it this week. Have a fun post-Valentine's Day maintenance session, everybody. And until next time, take care. Hey, hey,
0: are you ready? We look into each other's eyes. We know that it's showtime, showtime.